Hey friend, thanks for stopping by. Pull up the chair and have a seat. You know me, I've got some good Tennessee white pine burning here in the chimney, but we better enjoy it fast because it's hard to believe, but winter solstice has already come and gone. And summer solstice is around the corner coming up June 20th, 2021. But listen, hey, chill out. I'm going to run inside and get us a couple of cups of joe. I'll be right back. Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. Our mission, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. And what an agitated world it's been in 2020. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Today is episode 70. It will close out season three of Guat.Rocks. Rocks. I'm reading from the devotion of Charles Spurgeon, Morning and Evening. This podcast will be morning, December 31st. I'll have one last podcast uploaded here in just a moment of evening of December 31st. But when I read these today in my own personal devotion, they really spoke to me and hit me hard in my spirit, in my heart, and really ministered to me. And so I hope it will be the same for you. The words I read are open source material, so I am not violating any copyright rules. I'm very conscious about that. But Spurgeon, regarding John chapter 7, verse 37, he writes, And the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Patience had her perfect work in the Lord Jesus. And until the last day of the feast, he pleaded with the Jews, even as on this last day of the year, he pleads with us and waits to be gracious to us. Admirable indeed is the long-suffering of the Savior in bearing with some of us year after year, despite our provocations, rebellions, and resistance of His Holy Spirit. Wonders of wonders that we are still in the land of mercy. Pity expressed herself most plainly, for Jesus cried, which implies not only the loudness of His voice, but the tenderness of His tones. He entreats us to be reconciled. We implore you, says the Apostle, as though God did beseech you by us. What earnest, pathetic terms are these? How deep must be the love which makes the Lord weep over sinners and like a mother woo his children to his bosom? Surely at the call of such a cry, our willing hearts will come. Provision is made most abundantly. All that man needs to quench his soul's thirst is provided. To his conscience, the atonement brings peace. To his understanding, the gospel brings the richest instruction. To his heart, the person of Jesus is the noblest object of affection. To the whole man, the truth as it is in Jesus supplies the purest nutrients. Thirst is terrible, but Jesus can remove it. Though the soul is starving, Jesus can restore it. Proclamation is made most freely that every thirsty one is welcome. No other distinction is made but that of thirst. Whether it be the thirst of extreme greed for wealth, ambition, pleasure, knowledge, or rest, he who suffers from it is invited. The thirst itself may be bad and not be a sign of grace, but rather a mark of inordinate sin longing to be gratified with deeper draws of lust. But it is not goodness of the creature which brings him the invitation. The Lord Jesus sends it freely and without respect of persons. Personality is declared most fully. The sinner must come to Jesus, not to works, ordinances, or doctrines, but to a personal Redeemer who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the cross. The bleeding, dying, rising Savior is the only star of hope to a sinner. Oh, for grace to come now and drink before the sun sets upon the year's last day. No waiting or preparation is so much as hinted at. Drinking represents a reception for which no fitness is required. A fool, a thief, a harlot can drink. 
And so sinfulness of character is no bar to the invitation to believe in Jesus. We want no golden cup, no bejeweled chalice in which to carry the water to the thirsty. The mouth of poverty is welcomed to stoop down and drink the flowing flood. Blistered, leprous, filthy lips may touch the stream of divine love. They cannot pollute it, but shall themselves be purified. Jesus is the wellspring of hope. Dear listener, hear the dear Redeemer's loving voice as he cries out to each of us, If any man thirst, let him come. Come unto me and drink. And with that, dear friend, I bid you peace.